Welcome back to the podcast. Woo! Back. Oh, man. It's Monday after the time change. It was a brutal morning. <laughs> um, My sleep didn't go too bad, though. I slept probably near... Mm, it was maybe like 12, 15-ish. It's maybe like... Yeah, because I was listening to this, like, ASMR video around 12.15, from what I recall. And then, um, after 12.15, yeah, I think, yeah, so I probably will sleep around, like, 12.45-ish, because it knocked me out. I didn't finish the video. I woke up and my phone was on, and I just took out my earbuds and my phone was on pretty much all night um and I think I turned off the volume on my earbuds then the housemate came home around four and I heard her she was quiet and then she started talking on her phone and I was like ah I don't want to listen to this so I turned on my sound machine and then I kind of just knocked back out but yeah I woke back up this morning and it was like a little bit after seven I'm like man it's all light outside (laughs) Like, that was not what I was fully expecting. Um, and I was like, oh, I hope I didn't, like, oversleep my alarm or something. And then, yeah, because I never really wake up with my alarm. Um, I always wake up, like, far earlier. Um, so at least I do wake up early, but it's still, you know, that wasn't a lot of sleep. Like, from almost, like, 1 o'clock to 7 and then, like, waking up in the middle there a little bit. Um, yeah, but we have a, our stupid housemate, the one who's just a nut, I'm just gonna not even, but yeah, she had another argument with the owner, um, so we'll see where things go from there, but yeah, she's still doing the same thing, slamming her doors and stomping all over and um, she just doesn't have any awareness of her own noise levels. She just can't see that it's her that everybody's hearing all the time. And, you know, you hear anybody in the house when they're opening and closing their door, walking, whatever. Um, you hear just about anybody doing anything, but it's like, there's a certain amount of noise that's like expected. It's like, you know, you're not expecting to, like, tiptoe all over, but she gets so offended, and then she's trying to, like, place blame on other stuff, and I'm just like, whatever, like, I don't really want to listen to her too much, um, but she was trying to, like, blame me, and saying that, like, the owner was, like, probably hearing me walking with my, (laughs) with my sneakers on, and I'm like, no, that's not what he's talking about, he's talking about you, (laughs) Like, you are the noisy one. So, I guess she just assumes it's not her. Because she's not aware of of her issue with how much noise she makes. But there's not really much we can do about it. I mean, once she gets her car fixed, he's trying to, like, kick her out. Because she's just not a good fit. And, I mean, she's really disrespectful and just out of control. And 
argues with him. I mean, he's him and the other lady, they're kind of elderly and she'll just like straight up be arguing and raising her voice. And it's like, dude, I find everybody like perfectly fine to get along with. So I don't know why she can't just like manage herself, but it's like, I don't think we'll have to put up with her, but also her car has been in the shop for like three weeks and before that it was it's been out of commission since like veterans day so last year sometime like it was like november or something like it's been out of commission for like months at this point so i don't know everyone's kind of just frustrated that she's still a problem that we have to deal with but whatever it's cheap you get what you pay for um but yeah, like this weekend I found it pretty helpful to kind of force myself to kind of give some ASMR listen and do some relaxation and breathing techniques and uh there was something I was writing last night. Like I found it really helpful to just write a lot. So You know, I've had these, like, journals I've been, like, filling in and writing um, for kind of a while now. And so I put the journal entries from my phone, well, not the audio ones, but the written ones, all into one um, document so that whenever I'm logging something different, I'll just put it on the top, whatever's on the top. Um, is new and then there's different categories like mostly social stuff but um like I've been recording a lot about like attachment attachment um and social relationships and in personal you know relationships I guess with your own self and then other things like uh like substances and motivation and just stuff like that um just things that kind of come up that I notice are like not really ideal um like so I oh like uh I put vulnerabilities too like things that are kind of like um kind of like early signs to like when it kind of when there's like one sort of area in life that kind of affects others um I consider that vulnerabilities like something that's kind of not fully there's not really a lot of like um detailed coping surrounding it um but it's like like yeah I noticed it's just there's just certain stuff in life that just kind of throws things off um And so, yeah, if anybody wants to, you know, try this kind of technique, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting one. Um, like if you notice that there's something kind of bothering you, you can kind of categorize it and take a couple days, just like even audio journaling, just take a couple days at it and, you know, maybe like three, four days and then see kind of where where your mind starts to be where it starts to go um what 
works, what doesn't work. Um, just kind of trying to see, um, what it is that you can kind of categorize and more of a way to just like get stuff out into a place that like once it's kind of out even if it's jumbled but out like in a brainstorm method at least you can work with it that's kind of how I feel I feel like when there's something in my mind that's just like spinning around in there like that's just the process of it just like that's just part of that stage of the process it's not really getting processed yet because I'm not actively doing anything with it it's just kind of stewing there brewing there it's almost like it's almost like if you're making like a, a a recipe if you had like a recipe and you're trying to make some kind of uh I don't know a food cake or whatever um some kind of cake or some kind of dessert or some kind of meal and it's like you have different stages like you have the stage where you're getting all the ingredients together um, and then the stage where you're kind of mixing different ingredients and then the stage where you're kind of cooking everything. Um, I feel like, you know, you want to be in this stage where you're kind of not necessarily choosing the ingredients and like putting them out on the table and organizing everything, but you want to get to the stage where you're kind of, you know, um, whipping things up and kind of like getting it prepared to cook preparing the oven, preparing the stove, whatever you need to do, boiling the water. You want to get in some kind of a stage of like, you know, um, that's kind of a stage where things start to actually change. So you're going from like separate ingredients and separate ideas and just separate little, little individual pieces of something. And you're kind of like mixing it together to form like another thing. Like, so you're making like a sauce or a batter or a you know a loaf or you know like a dough or like you're making something different out of what you have um that's kind of how I see it it's like the stuff that's just spinning around in your head is kind of just like loose ingredients but then once you start mixing it you're kind of getting somewhere once you start baking it or frying it or boiling it or whatever you're kind of getting somewhere until you actually have like an end product that you can actually digest and kind of work with um but you know it's hard to get to that point I think the easiest points to stay at are the places where you can um work on where you can see something happening you can notice the discomfort with it and then do nothing um, and sometimes there aren't options of things you can do, but I mean, and, and what I'm talking about now, it's like, you want to find something you can do. So like a lot of people know that I, I talk a lot about like relationships and, you know, mostly because that's something that a lot of people, um, really want to, you know, find some direction on or find some insight into. And so... Um, so the way I was writing things about attachment in general was like, like, first of all, it was just writing about ideas that come up. So, 
Um, <clears throat> so after I wrote the main portions, like, I just started writing, and then every time I had a different idea, I would just, like, start a new paragraph. Because I noticed my head doesn't necessarily want to focus sometimes. So I would start another paragraph and then I'd start writing about that. And it would like, you know, pique my interest or like, you know, jog an idea of some other category. And then I'd put that category in another paragraph. And then sometimes it was still like a something I'd written in another paragraph. But if as long as I was switching subjects or switching topics a little bit with writing I would just put it as a new paragraph because what you can do is you can always go back and take those paragraphs and just combine them to what kind of area it should be in but it was all pretty much on the on the attachment dating that kind of stuff oh excuse me and so pretty much what I wrote it as like I went back to the top and I put the main um, categories in bold so that when I click on the actual document, the first thing I see are like, like a short list of bold, um, a short list and like bold. And that's pretty much what's in the whole document. So things like, um, um, insights into dating choices, um, comfort or discomfort with like distance whether that's physical distance or emotional distance um, upbringing examples of distance or lack of distance in those sorts of um, life experiences and then um, kind of how I am now with things uh, what what I comfortably do um, but it doesn't seem to like serve me. So by the time I was at the end of this, um, I was kind of writing more about the ideas of, um, things that I noticed that I want, but the things that keep like the emotions that keep me from, um, getting what I want right and so for example and I didn't really write it this way but for example um a person might really want to have a relationship with somebody where the person is communicating on a regular basis like maybe every day you send a message like not like to pressure the person not like oh you didn't send me a message by eight in the morning you must hate me but it's like, you know, you have some understanding of like what good communication looks like with texting. Is this too much? Is this too little? Um, what good communication looks like with like, you know, spending time together or with talking on the phone or with like, you know, activities and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so like for myself, I notice that for example um I'm a texter I like to text people it's convenient for me I don't like talking on the phone um especially because I talk on the phone for work I'm like oh my gosh like please do we have to still be talking on the phone like if I'm talking on the phone to somebody it's because I want to talk to them 
um, or I need something, like, I tried to call my retirement um, company today to check on something, on some investment-related stuff. Um, I called AAA because I'm thinking about switching insurance, stuff like that, where it's like, I'm just going to call these representatives and, like, talk to them about their, you know, it's their profession, so I'm checking in with them about a service that I want. Um, And then... Otherwise, it's like I've had other calls during the day from like housemates and stuff where I'm just like, I don't feel the need to answer this Um, because sometimes they just want to fill me in on things where I'm like, well, I was there. I heard it. I overheard everything. So I don't want to like sit and talk about it and have people venting to me about it when I'm like, okay, like I'd rather be recording a podcast. I got a little exercise after work and stuff like I'd rather just be like spending my time doing my own things. Not spending my time, like, in whatever happened around 11.30 a.m. today and keep on talking about that. It's like, dude, no. So I'm kind of just avoiding those calls or avoiding calling them back because that's just what I've decided to do. I don't need to talk to them anymore. Uh, One of the housemates called me during work for, like, 30 minutes and I was like, "Ah, I'll just take a break and talk to her. And we just vented a little bit. But other than that, I was like, I don't want to talk to the man now. Like, he's going to come and try to talk to me for, like, an hour and a half about the same thing. And I'm like, this is too much. And then the other one that I was saying earlier that came out and was, like, trying to, like, not, like, blame me, but trying to, like, caution me that, like, she thinks that that the guy was hearing me being too loud and that's why he's mad at her. And I'm like, nah, he knows that it's not me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just, she she thinks it's me. Like, I'm not silent when I walk, but it's, like, nobody's silent. Like, you can still hear it, but she just doesn't, she just isn't aware of how loud she is. But anyways, um, yeah, stuff like that. So, like, phone, texting, seeing people in person. I've got a little bit of a pet peeve when I'm seeing somebody in person. I mean, like, if someone's going to be 10 minutes late, okay, 15 minutes late, okay, Like, where I live, it's kind of like, you know, like, if we're going out for drinks or we're going to go party or whatever, people don't want to drive, I get it, keep it safe, you know, um, a lot of times people don't want to be, like, doing all that kind of stuff, which I understand, and it's not safe to, you know, make terrible choices like that, but, um, you know, we can say, don't drive under the influence, take an Uber, take a Lyft, whatever, you know, um, which a lot of us do. And so, I mean, most of us just to lift to one place is going to take you 15 to 20 minutes from the time you call it. Um, nowadays, like, I mean, I've had times where it took like over an hour to get a lift before, but it's like, yeah, like nowadays you can just easily kind of schedule So that's what we would do. We would just like easily kind of schedule. And um, um, that's basically all we would do. We would just kind of schedule to take the lift. Um, So in that case, it's like, okay, maybe someone's going to be like 20 minutes late. If they call it right when you're supposed to be arriving, maybe they'll be like 20 minutes late at the most. Because all of us live within, like, a 15-minute drive. And even... That's, like, including traffic just about. Like, 
that's including traffic is usually like that long so um but the thing is when you're taking uber or lyft you don't have to look for parking and then walk from wherever you parked and all that kind of stuff like usually you're just there and so you know i get i feel a little disrespected when people don't um you know follow through and you're just kind of like waiting so like i had a situation last weekend where i had this date not weekend last week um where i had this date so i got off work it's like the middle of the week i get off work i'm out in the field so i'm like okay i'm gonna meet them near this location where i'm already working because you know i log off work but then i still had to like document the last things that i did when I was out in the field. So I was like, okay, it's going to take me a couple minutes to like open up my laptop, get back on my computer, you know, like it's not something I can do in like five minutes, but like, it's going to take like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, to finish the work, uh, maybe even till like four thirty. And our plan was to meet at about four thirty. Um, but I told her when I was done with work and I was like, well, I'm done like now. And then, you know, she goes home and then, you know, probably around like four, I don't know if it was like 420 something or some other kind of time. Um, let me see. I think, so I think it was near... Um, yeah, because they were mentioning they had a plan, they had something, and this is after we had already rescheduled from Tuesday, so we're like, okay, we can't meet on Tuesday, so let's meet on Wednesday, and I was like, okay, so they're like, yeah, we're available, and so, yeah, we go to meet. And then we confirmed, and then, so, they, so it's like 4.06, they text me that, you know, um, they had to take their dog out and, you know, put on something to wear. And I was like, cool. And then near 4.41, mind you, we're supposed to meet at like 4.30. Near 4.41, this person's like, I'm 12 minutes away. And so like 13 minutes later, I'm like, I'm going to walk over. It's like 16 minutes later. Um, they said they parked, so this is like five o'clock, I mentioned, you know, I'm going to be out front, and they didn't even, like, get there exactly at five, so it's like, it's like, okay, like, they're not even there yet, and this is like five o'clock by this point, um, mind you, we're going to meet at 4.30, so it's like, you know, I'm off work, but it's like, I don't like waiting. I don't want to wait like 30 minutes, you know, because then when you're eating too, it's like, 
well, now I've got to, like, pay for this meal and, like, wait for the waiters and, you know, there's just too much that you have to, like, wait on. And so something like that can be obnoxious. Um, I'm looking through my messages from, like, near that day. Because um, I remember texting some of my good friends, uh, the guy friends that I kind of, like, talk to very often. Um, yeah. And I was still texting them around that time. So I was, like, a little annoyed. Um, so we met. We ate, and that was it, basically. Um, And then they were kind of complaining about, like, not liking that it's dark. Like, oh, I I don't like driving at all, and especially at night. And then, like, I'm like, okay, but it's like, well, we would have had more time if you would have gotten here on time. (laughs) You know, it's like the sun was still going down early. But I use that as an example of things where it's like, okay, you want something, right? Um, there's something that suits you better. There's something that annoys you. And then there's something that would suit you better that would give you more comfort and more peace of mind and would be easier for you. But then you have another person who kind of just has their own mindset in a relationship where it's like, they're not really either considering you on something or they don't know that you're having the issue with the thing that's, that they're doing that's annoying you, or, you know, whatever that may look like, and so, um, whether it comes from, you know, communication of some, either something somebody's doing or not doing or whatever, or just needing to communicate, I mean, usually I think it comes from, I think that has its basis in these, like, love languages, right, because some people like quality time, Some people like quantity time. Some people like doing things face to face. Some people like when you like some people like giving gifts, you know, giving giving you stuff, getting you stuff, some like providing things. Some people like to receive things, um, items, gifts, uh, presents, surprises. Um, Some people like to. um like, hear nice things, so words of affirmation, um, you know, telling them, like, nice things, positive stuff about themselves, um, I mean, it's kind of hard to ask somebody, because it is a little awkward to be like, hey, what's your love language, like, um, okay, um, that might be a little awkward, but something you can do if you're, if you're not, like, very bold in asking those types of questions It's kind of saying, like, just trying to see kind of where their love language seems to be. Um, Like, if you're kind of, like, just just throwing stuff out there in all of the categories. So seeing how it is when you spend, like, quality time together. Um, So quality is different from quantity. Because quality, you know, you might have, like, a big trip planned where it's just you and this person. And you get this kind of, like, private like sweet like at a nice resort and you have all these plans where you're kind of like doing stuff together 
maybe some of it has a tour guide, maybe some of it's like you go off by yourselves and like do some nice little events and things like that. Um, um, that's quality, like the amount of, uh, the, the, um, energy put into each other when you're together is, you know, adding more and more quality to getting to know each other and having some memories together, things like that versus quantity, which is like, let me just see you as many times as I possibly can see you, even if it's like, you know, I'm halfway in the middle of work and I'm calling you and I'm in the middle of something else. And I'm like, you know, we're basically maybe both busy. So we're meeting at a Starbucks, but we're both, both like doing our own complete separate thing. Like we can meet like three, four times a week if it's not needing to be like pure, like good quality, like depth to things. Like if, if it's just like, I call you when I'm driving home, you know, and then I'll text you when I'm waiting for my food to boil and then I'll, you know, see you, you know, when we do our exercise together at the gym but we're not really like talking or catching up and then maybe we'll see each other once a week for like a hike and a dinner and it's like that's a little more quality but it's like you're still kind of like killing two birds with one stone like I'm getting in the exercise I'm getting in the meal like it's never like just just strictly like we're just here to spend some quality time together like it can be like multiple short shorter usually quantity is going to require shorter meeting times or if it is longer you're kind of combining like multitasking other types of things because you know if you're really busy like I am it's like dude you can't just like spend all day with somebody like you got stuff to do you gotta call places before they close you gotta run errands and do all kinds of stuff you can't just be like gazing deeply into each other's eyes all day every day for like three four hours every single day you know it's like that's not realistic um but things like that where you're just like, okay, like, I want to get this down. I want to, you know, be able to kind of figure out what they like. Just trying to see what they respond to. You know, you can you can pay for dinner every so often. Get them a little gift here and there. You know, tell them some nice things about themselves. Do a little quality here, a little quantity there. Um, just kind of seeing how the person responds. Um, some people like multiple types of things, but I think, you know, putting in attention to somebody, um, after a while you kind of figure like, okay, like maybe this works a little bit better. Maybe they like this a little bit more. Maybe they like that a little bit more. Um, I would say for me, like when I'm dating people, the, the thing that stands out the most for me usually is, well, there are kind of a few things, but I mean, um, people who remember things that you say, um, who like listen to what you say and remember things about your life, even when you haven't really spoken for like a bit. Um, I find that to be nice. And then, um, you know, people who, you know, want to kind of get to know you and, you know, get better at kind of like understanding 
your likes, your dislikes, all that kind of stuff. Like, to me, that's kind of more of kind of towards where my love languages go is more like, okay, like, I don't want to be spending, like, all this time with somebody and then they don't even know, like, (laughs) anything about me. Like, that's kind of weird. Um, But it happens. Sometimes you're just like, wow, I'm surprised that this person doesn't even know this about me. Um, Or, like, they just don't pay attention or they're so absorbed with their own things. And, like, I notice that, um, you know, sometimes I meet people that are kind of, like, yeah, I meet a lot of emotionally unavailable people, people who are kind of, like, in a lot of transitional phases, so they don't really know, like, where they're going to be, like, living or working or, you know, they're still kind of, like, figuring it out. Um, That's another common thing in the last, like, couple years um, with people switching careers and all this kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I've just found it kind of a little more complicated to try to figure out, like, it's it's really hard to guess with stuff, to really try to guess and figure out, like, what someone wants from you, what somebody needs from you, what somebody expects of you. Um, like, one thing I noticed with um, some people I've met recently... Um, is just kind of this, um, not only the being late, um, but just like when they're kind of dealing with something, their communication quality kind of starts sucking. So even with this person before we even went out, um, I mean, last week, not, well, I mean, so I saw them last week. But this was before last week. Um, I was like, okay, like, do you want to, like, go out or, like, meet or whatever? You know, let's, like, make plans. And then they invited me. They're like, yeah, let's make plans. And then, by the way, you know, I'm doing this thing on Saturday. And so they invited me out with their friends and themselves on Saturday. And that was before this um, meeting that I had with them. Um, So... To that extent, I could be like, well, they're not avoiding being in touch and they're not avoiding hanging out, but also it's like they're like, I'd say from that Saturday until like Wednesday, they weren't being very communicative. I mean, a little bit like I kind of knew that like they have some stuff going on. And then um, Wednesday hits, we meet up, things are late, like, but, you know, it was good. We we had a decent time, about as, as good as a time you can, as you can have during just, like, eating a dinner. And then we parted ways, went our separate ways. And then I, I, I mean, I wasn't really playing games, but I was just kind of like, well, let me just see if this person's intention is to just, like, not be in touch with me anymore. Because um, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. I was just kind of like, well, maybe they just don't want to talk. Because even before Wednesday, we hardly talked at all. And then Wednesday hits, and it was like nothing ever happened. And then after Wednesday, it's like, I don't really hear from them again at all. So I was going to wait until today, Monday, to kind of reach back out. Um and just be like, hey, how was your weekend kind of thing, but it was like, okay, like, 
we didn't really talk Wednesday after that whole meetup. And then Thursday, we didn't talk. And then Friday, we didn't talk. And then Saturday, we didn't talk. And I was like, oh, wow, it was a while um, between. Um, and I don't mind messaging people, texting people every day. I try not to overdo it. But then it does get to a point where it's like, how's your day? What are you doing? Okay, I just went to work. I just did that. I just did this. I just did that. It's like the same thing when you're just like, I just did this today. I just did that today. It's like you do the same thing every day. So I can kind of understand why somebody wouldn't want to just be like telling me what they did with their free time if they're kind of just doing the same stuff all the time. And then I've noticed that this person has kind of decreased doing some of the other stuff that they were doing kind of more routinely. So they kind of got off their routine with like, some of the healthier stuff and then like with the sleep and then having some other health issue and this kind of stuff. So it's like, I know that in the background that that's going on, but then some reason in my head it goes to, Oh, maybe they just don't want to talk to me anymore. You know? So it's like, those really aren't the same thing. Um, but it's kind of hard to like read between the lines. Sometimes it's like, well, I don't really know what this is. And, um, I mean, it's happened before too, like near, um, between like Christmas and New Year's, I don't think we really talked, um, cause I don't remember wishing this person a Merry Christmas. And then it went on for a while until New Year's Eve, I think. And then I had accidentally invited them to New Year's Eve and they already had plans and I was like because I accidentally texted the wrong person um and so that was something (laughs) something that I was like oh okay but um yeah that that was kind of um interesting but I mean I also know you know they travel a lot and stuff like that so I was like well let me not you know we don't need to talk during the holidays like I'm trying to catch up with friends and family and like so are you like but we didn't like explicitly talk about this and then um so those are just like little examples where it's kind of like you can notice patterns when it's like somebody's busy or whatever but then like sometimes it's like okay they're not really, you know, doing the same things the same way that they were before. And, you know, people have things going on and sometimes they're just not going to like mention it. And I get that because I'm kind of that way too. Um, I don't really like tell people too much like what's going on. Um, I, I will maybe like a little bit, but I'll keep it pretty vague. And so I'm not too sure like how you know they they're really gonna kind of respond to everything all the time and without having a direct conversation about it it's not really easy to really know but it's also hard to kind of bring up a topic when it's like okay I don't want to like sound like some nut or like you know make somebody kind of like awkward or defensive or uncomfortable you know you're not trying to like point out some like flaws in them or problems or whatever like nobody wants to hear that but it's like 
if it's something that really bugs you to the point where you're just like worried about it or concerned about it or stressed about it, it's like, you know, sometimes it can help to kind of try to bring it up, um, try and see if, you know, they can talk about it. You don't even have to make it like a whole like, hey, let's make time to sit down and like talk about this thing. Like it can be just as simple as like, oh, like, are you usually on time or late? Are you usually, you know, like, just getting to know somebody, like, you know, like, are you usually, um, um, do you have any pet peeves, or are you usually, like, um, like, when you're stressed out, do you usually talk to your friends, do you usually, like, talk to people about it, or do you kind of shut down and go, like, internal, like, I, I dated someone in the past who was just kind of, like, they would just tell me every now and then, like, hey, I'm I'm kind of in hermit mode, and I just know that that means just, like, yeah, there's no point in texting them, they're not going to answer. Um, they're just kind of, like, in their own head, dealing with their own stuff, doing their own thing, and I respect that, and, like, sometimes I was, like, well, I miss them, I want to talk to them, but at the same time, it's, like, when you say you're, like, in hermit mode, that means that you're just kind of ignoring the world, and you prefer to kind of be ignored and they just left it at that and I you know I respect that because at least it's like well you know that when they don't respond that that's kind of just what's up and um when somebody's able to like tell you that then it's easier than just being like okay because <laughs> especially in the culture we live in you know it's easy for people to just like ghost each other and anyone who's familiar with online dating we all know how it goes it's like you meet somebody you think things are going well the next thing you know you don't hear from them again and it's like okay like what the hell like things were going so good um or at least they seemed like they were going so good but um yeah people just don't have a mature attitude to kind of like try to either work things out or maybe they realize something that they didn't really want to deal with but it's kind of like they just kind of leave somebody just kind of guessing um so yeah I mean things like that that come up kind of early that you know sometimes you can address it sometimes it's like eh, just leave it alone um but so when it comes to a lot of this stuff um Something to keep in mind is, I'm trying to pull it up again. Something to keep in mind is, like, like I was saying before, um, how you feel when you want something from somebody. Like, not necessarily, like, um, not really in a bad way, but like sometimes you, you kind of prefer something to go one way versus the other. Um, and what is it that you're maybe, if you have any fear of or embarrassment around or feel ashamed about something or like something around those lines, like it's usually something like that, that kind of makes you not really act on something that you'll want or, you know, request something for yourself that you might want. Um, that can be anywhere from, you know, just the simple, like, text me back so often, every so often, versus the, like, it could be sexual stuff, it could be all types of different things, 
that a person might want or feel like they need to some extent and then the other person may or may not be able to help fulfill that or understand on the same page that like that's something that um, somebody wants um so when it comes to like attachment styles um something that comes up is like the way that people go about kind of getting what they want in a relationship um if they don't feel completely fulfilled on certain levels um their mind is going to kind of automatically go to certain places and then you know mostly they're fearing some kind of either avoidance or rejection or someone like belittling them or you know there's some kind of fear there that becomes a barrier to actually getting what a person needs um or to actually even bringing up the conversation about it um because it's kind of a vulnerable conversation even if you're just talking to somebody about like hey like you text me way too damn much or like I mean you wouldn't say it like that but I mean like sometimes you might be thinking it you're just like oh my god like um like I have a a person I used to live with that like we're really close friends but I mean sometimes man this guy I'll, I'll see I'll have like 11 missed messages and they're like lengthy missed messages and I'm like man and I do like talking to him because there, there's a lot of depth to to our discussions but sometimes I'm like man I'm not trying to like talk to you about this like you know sometimes you can just tell people have a lot of pain and they want to kind of like release it or put it out there somewhere, you know, to do something with it. And I get that. I'm the same way. Um, but we kind of like are never like in the same headspace at the same time, me and this guy. And so usually I'm like super stressed out and I'll check and I'll be like 11 messages and I'll just kind of look real quick. And it's like all the stuff that I'm like, I don't care about any of this. Like sometimes it's like funny songs that I don't want to listen to or obnoxious things, or stuff about the war, like, videos about that, or some, like, disturbing kind of, like, plane crash-looking kind of thing, or, you know, he sends me a lot of, like, metal music and, like, stuff like that, and it's, like, I mean, the other day, like, my head was just, like, swimming, and I just was, like, my head is in the space, like, I didn't even respond to, like, anything he'd hardly been sending for the last couple days before that and I was like man my head is like so foggy lately I've been having like some severe brain fog and like just feeling kind of like I can't really focus and uh, I'm trying to like figure out what's going on because my head's going between like foggy to like just kind of like bouncing around from idea to, to idea and I can't I either can't focus and like process things fast enough or I'm processing everything so fast in bits and pieces and it's just draining me and I'm trying to like figure out like what my mind's trying to avoid that's kind of getting me to these spaces and stuff like that. Like I just, I don't know what I said, but something along those lines, like I wasn't even like mentioning anything based on what he had been writing me. And I was just like, just trying to say like, dude, I'm not ignoring you. It's just, I'm kind of ignoring you. <laughs> like not like in a mean way, but it was just kind of my way of being like, I got a lot going on in my mind right now that I'm trying to sort out and you're not hearing from me because I'm, I'm dealing with so much other stuff. Like I can barely even like read your, your long text to be like actually like thoughtful about it and like 
think about it and respond because I've got so much other blockages in my own mind going on that I need to kind of sort out. And so we kind of were, he kind of opened some other conversation about some other topic, but he's usually pretty negative and he talks a lot about like jealousy of people and just like hatred and like the pain of the world. And like, it's just such this, like, um, this take on things is just pretty heavy. It's heavy to like read somebody just being like, you know, there's so much jealousy out there. And like, it's just kind of like, cause I get it. Cause you know, he has experiences in the world too, just like the rest of us. And it's not like pleasant. Um, but I, I notice like whenever I see messages from him like that, it's like, I, I don't, we don't, we don't really talk like, okay, I'm like here to support you. Like that's the response that we're getting each other. We don't really talk like that, but it's kind of like we send stuff back and forth. Um, so when I kind of hear him talking like that, I was like, like a little while later, it kind of like, you know, put some kind of button in my mind where I was not like, I wasn't like mad, but I was just kind of like, my head just started thinking a little bit differently. And I started coming from this other place of like, not necessarily positivity. It was just more like, you know, I started thinking about some of the people I know and some of the things that people post. And one of my friends had recently posted on his Instagram about like being able to like, like, I don't know, it was something along the lines of, um, sometimes you have a voice or sometimes, you know, if you were raised in like a harsh environment with people kind of like slamming you like verbally all the time, um, you have this kind of voice in your head that's kind of like th- this like heavy negativity and you have to have a way to be louder than that in a positive way, like in your mind. And so that really resonated with me. And I was like, you know, that is actually very helpful to just like, hear somebody mention it in that way and then I kind of took that and kind of tried to reply to this guy and what he was saying just trying to like talk to him about the friends that I know the friends that I've met and how you know I was raised in like a really judgmental religious culture so what he's saying like I get there are so many people out there that are that way but how I feel lucky that I have met people that I can be vulnerable with and talk to about like dating and relationships and just stressors with like social stuff and just like all sorts of stuff like even him you know talking to him about things and like you know I was just kind of like trying to be like you know I appreciate him for you know him giving space to like listen to me and just like comment on stuff but like I, I I wasn't trying to like outwardly say like hey whenever you're sending me messages they're so negative that I just don't want to read them half the time like it wasn't necessarily like that but he did kind of at that point kind of not really change his mind but he started kind of like like writing things in a way that was kind of a little bit different um and then we kind of started having this whole discussion about um, something, it, it was, I don't know, some deep discussion, I don't really want to get into it, but I mean, um, stuff like that, where it's like, you can notice that maybe something someone does might not serve you, um, too well in the method that they're doing it, but it doesn't necessarily make it, like, make you or them or anything, like, bad, um, so that's kind of one way of, 
looking at at things um it's mostly just to look at kind of what it is that you want um and this is just part of it that I'm talking about but what it is that you want in a in in this relationship what it is that you want that you're not getting and that you know why it is that you don't address it um you know some people just try to be nice they try to be people pleasers they try to you know just not not you know f- uh fan the flames or fuel the fire or whatever you want to call it um and then but whatever that reason is if it's keeping you from being fulfilled if it's like a pattern that keeps you from being fulfilled like if i never tell somebody how i want the communication to be or how you know if i never try to like you know make a um a decision with somebody about how we're going to you know collaborate or like you know talk how we're going to like address like the communication especially if it's like an issue like if the communication is anxiety provoking like if they're distant emotionally or they're just physically distant or if they're just like just hard to just like be around maybe they're not emotionally or physically distant necessarily but they're just like too big of a personality where you just kind of need a little less or maybe you need a little more um you know like it's not all about like oh what do I want what do I want but it's like those are the things that make it early on so that like people decide okay we're gonna move to like another phase and keep moving forward to different phases or is this the phase where I where we dial it back or is this the phase where we stay stuck and then you can only stay stuck so long before things just eventually end or they move forward in a very unfulfilling way and then the longer certain things go on the harder it actually gets to address it um because it's like okay like we've been together all these years and like you never like mentioned this one thing that could potentially be something small at that point but then it's like not nitpicking at people because nobody's perfect and nobody wants to be like feeling like somebody's like challenging them all the time and stuff um but yeah like anything that you notice kind of makes you feel some kind of a like negative type of emotion like if that's fear what are you scared of? Um, if there's like embarrassment, what are you, what, what is it that's causing that? Um, and there's always this balance between like what it is that you want that would feel, it would feel more fulfilling versus, you know, what would happen if you addressed it and it either A, went the way you wanted it to go, or B, didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Um, I think people are also scared of that. If the if you address something and it goes the way you want it to go, it's like there was that vulnerability factor that was, that was playing a role. But then it's like, depending on how you're, how securely you feel attached in the relationship with the person and being able to be vulnerable with them and things like that, if you get what you want, that might help. Um, if you don't get what you want, that might help too. Because not getting what you want at the point right now is 
actually fulfilling in some ways because you're avoiding those things that you're maybe like more fearful of happening. Um, so it can serve a purpose for it to, for you to not get what you want. Um, um, because if you're not securely, you know, into an attachment with somebody and you don't get what you want, but if you're still, maybe if you are like needing that emotional distance, cause that's a place of comfort, but you're also not getting what you want. You see what I'm trying to say? It's like, if you're, if you're not getting that emotional connection, for example, and you want an emotional connection, but then there's a part of you that's scared to get the emotional connection, then even once you get it, it still may be uncomfortable or the other way around. Like you might at, you might want that emotional connection and then try to address it with the person and then find out that it's really never going to happen. Or if they're just like, I'm just never going to, you know, I, I'm not here to like emotionally connect. Maybe I just want this to be a physical relationship or whatever it may be. And then it's like, okay, well, now you know that you're not going to get what you want, even if it's something that you were really hoping would make things feel more fulfilling. So now it's like, well, now if you know that there's no real compromise on it and they're pretty set in it or unable to change, either they want to change and don't know how or aren't good at it, or they just don't change at all, Um, like they don't want to. Um, but either way, it can be hard, right? It can be hard to get what you want if you're not quite ready to get it. And it can be, um, hard to not get what you want. Um, but you're kind of already usually, you know, um, sometimes you're kind of already not getting what you want. And then it's like trying to work around that too. Like, sometimes until the conversation comes up, you might not really know what the other person's going to say. And so to try to get around it too, can be really like challenging. It's like, okay, like, do you still want to stay with this person that, you know, has like emotional hangups, um, that, you know, it's going to be like these issues coming out. Um, and you don't really know like how to really address it. Um, I mean, that's stressful stuff, right? It's really not the easiest of, um, of things to really kind of, um, to really kind of experience. It's not easy to experience all of that, but... I mean, that's kind of how I'm looking at things lately. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't want to say damned if you do, damned if you don't, because that that sounds so negative, and that's not really accurate. It's not damned if you do, damned if you don't. But it's like, we often think uh, along the lines of, I'm not getting what I want. And, you know, sometimes you just don't get what you want. And sometimes it's like, okay, I'm not getting what I want. And it can also be a little challenging to to notice 
that you want something that maybe somebody can't help you with or can't provide it or um isn't really like able um isn't really able to I don't know. Like they're just maybe sometimes not able to help you where you want it um or to really see what's going on. Like it really can it really can be hard. It's not like the easiest thing on earth. But I mean sometimes you also just never know. Um sometimes it can be um just something that that you're trying to like figure out over time and I think the more comfort you develop with a person the easier it is to kind of be open with them like that's kind of what I notice is like if you don't feel like you can really share those kind of personal things with somebody it might not be on you, it might not be, you know, it might just be too early still, like, everyone kind of has their own, like, speeds, and sometimes it's too early, um, I mean, I, I've probably mentioned this, like, I, I dabble in, in a lot of, uh, like, poly kind of relationships, I don't want to say dabble, that makes it sound so bad, but, um, yeah, I do, you know, have a lot of, like, um, kind of, like, relationships where I'm, where I'm just, um, yeah, relationships where I'm trying to, like, connect with somebody, and, it takes me a while, like, I'm not, like, a fast, like, okay, you meet me, and I'm just gonna, like, unload everything that you ever want to hear from me, like, usually, I'm a little slower with things, I take my time more on things, um, I mean, I try not to be, like, um, I try not to be too, like overdoing it, but I don't know, like, I think it can be a challenge on a lot of different levels, but I mean, overall, mm, overall, it's really possible to try to kind of get through things, um, just trying to like, understand the situation really helps and you know trying to really um like yeah mostly understanding talking um trying to develop a comfort so you can even do those things um that helps (laughs) but again nothing's going to be perfect and 
you know, just trying to keep in mind that, you know, you don't always have to just like exit or leave something just because it's hard. I mean, sometimes you can stick it out. Um, I mean, you don't have to stick out like abuse and things like that. That's not what I'm saying. Just like, um, yeah, but you, you can stick out things that are maybe even like mildly uncomfortable just to see if you can get past it with somebody. Um, sometimes it really is worth it for things to change, um, for the better for you and your relationship with people. Um, but yeah, just paying attention also to those, um, those situations where you have, uh, where you just have like just so many people. Like, trying to, you know, maybe checking and seeing if, if there's if there's something in that relationship that's pretty, like, just, like, not going anywhere. Like, it's hard to really tell, <laughs> but sometimes you can kind of just tell, um, but... Yeah, guys, I think I've been done with this for a while. I'm kind of just rambling right now. So let me shut this off for now. Um, But thanks for listening.